Perfect for today, that sexy smile. So talk to me, audience, about your sex life. Talk to me. We're gonna we're gonna break all of that down today. Are you sexually satisfied? Is there something missing? Are you worried about the decline in intimacy that's happening in this country? And why is that happening? Guys, do you wanna know what women really want in the bedroom that they're afraid to vocalize? Women. Do you want to know what guys really want that they're afraid to say out loud? What's going wrong when it comes to married couples? You hear all this stuff about married couples all the time saying, we get married and then there's no sex. Why does that happen? How do you fix it? We are breaking all of that down and more, including pornography. There is no topic off the table today with my beautiful guest. We are joined today by two people, two beautiful guests actually today. We have, because Natalia's here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we brought hey, her in team. for this. Hey, team. Natalia's here. <laughs> Tyler just conveniently had something to do. Uh-huh. Better yeah. Just for tonight. Yeah, Tyler had something to do, as you say. We also have Janelle Gordon in-house. She was on SauceCast yesterday. You may have seen her there, but now it's one-on-one. So now we're going deep into all these topics. It's going to be really good. Let me tell you a little bit about Janelle. For those who didn't watch SauceCast, uh, you can go check her out on that after the show if you want to see what she said over there. But Janelle is an intimacy coach. So she is the person you call when you're having trouble with intimacy and she helps you. She does. She studied Tantra or as she says, Tantra. She told me that before the show, which I really dig. She studied that and yoga in Thailand. She's a sex and intimacy coach. She does retreats. She does boot camps. She does one-on-one sessions, personal coaching, all kinds of options to get your sex life in its best shape and to address any issues. Listen, we're all human. People go through different stages in life different issues. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. We all strive to be the best we can be and have the most satisfaction out of every arena of life. Janelle is here to tell us how to do that. Janelle, welcome. Thank you. This is so exciting. I, you know, I, it's funny. I got a list of guests for SauceCast and sometimes we share guests. And when your name came in, I was like, yes, usually I do the research. I was like, oh no, I want to talk about this. I want to talk because I think it's something that's really affecting so many people. And it's something that people are embarrassed to talk about. So they'll tune in and listen, but they won't necessarily want to ask those questions themselves. So I'm like, okay, you guys know I'll do it. I'll ask anything. So I want to dig right in. I have so many topics I want to cover with you today, but I want to start with the fall of intimacy in culture. And what's interesting to me right now is that if you look around in 2022, people are having more sex Mm -hmm. in many ways than ever in terms of promiscuity. Mm -hmm. People are more promiscuous. There's more one night stands, not just for guys. That used to be, you know, bad behavior on the part of men, so we claim. But now it's women out there. It's just people are just sex without love, sex sex without intimacy. But intimacy is on the decline. What what does that look like when people come to you and, and they say, I'm missing intimacy. What, yeah. why? What's the reason why? And how do, how do we fix it? Yeah, um, great question. Um, just to comment off something you said, though, I don't think it's ever really been bad behavior for men to be promiscuous. Hmm. And I think that that is the problem that we're having today is that um, I just posted today, literally on Instagram, minutes before the show, men and women are not equal. And I know people don't like that because it's like, we want equality, right? We want men and women to be equal and to be able to do all the same things and the same consequences. But it's just not true. It's mm-hmm. not so. Um, so men have always been allowed to be promiscuous, and it's a good thing. However, women cannot do that because 
the consequences that were labeled some words that we really can say, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and whether that's fair or not, it just, it is. That's mm-hmm. how it is. Men do not want to ultimately end up with someone who's been with a lot of men. Mm-hmm. But if a man is with a lot of women, then it actually makes him more attractive. You mean in like the body count? Yes. Like what he did before before you showed up? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we so, did a segment on that actually the other day talking about how women like don't care they don't. if the guy has been with you know a lot of women it makes them more don't. attractive they don't care correct they, it's not something that's going to prevent them but guys on the other hand will look they at do. a woman and say mm, you know you've been way too many which guys. is why you should never reveal your body count you have to lie <laughs> really is that true i tell the truth but that's because mine is so low that people are like oh <laughs> they're like what were you living in a but, box Jen? <laughs> but, but but truthfully and truthfully even if it is low one in a guy's mind is still too many for them mm. because men are visual and all they can see in their mind is you and that other guy by another guy and so the, here, here's the thing and we're I know we're going to get into this later like women are supposed to be virginal meaning they've never let anyone inside their yoni that's the Sanskrit word for vagina however we're supposed to ha- know how to be a porn star in bed somehow mm-hmm. although we've never fucked anyone but we're supposed to know how to give the best head and you know you know do everything sexually to please a man as if we have a higher body count so mm-hmm. that's the truth so I would just push back on one thing you yeah. and I will disagree we'll agree oh, we'll disagree but one thing that I I actually do feel that even though men are more hardwired for promiscuity I yes. think that's true I actually think promiscuity is just bad for everyone like yeah. I feel like for women it's worse in the sense that women often don't get pleasure out of one night stands because we need that bonding. We, you know, need that security, that safety, all of those emotions that go along with it. So I do think guys can get something out of a one night stand for yeah. sure. They can walk away and be, and oftentimes they're not attached. There's a, it's a whole different mindset. We agree right. men and women are of different. Course. I'm just someone who really believes that you got to be a little bit selective. Like pr- I don't want to encourage promiscuity in anyone because but you don't want to accept the culture is now that's 100 percent true it. that's the reality that's the that reality. we live in women are like men men aren't just good at getting having sex the way they get better is by having a lot of it unfortunately mm-hmm. for women the way we get better at sex is by exploring our own body and as you if you know the statistics they're very shocking 70 some percent of women only um, orgasm through clitoral stimulation. That mm-hmm. means not vaginally. And 30, 30 some percent, there's like obviously a little bit of a variance. They don't orgasm at all. We call that inorgasmic. So they are faking it most of the time, guys. And this is sad because a woman, you're right, sex for a man, it's strictly pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking anything emotional. Of course, if they love the partner, if they have an emotional connection, then yes, it, it can be that. But by a rule of thumb, it's just it's just a deed. It's yeah. like putting on their shoes in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, they don't think anything about it other than when can I get off? Which you is know? so hard for a female to wrap your head around. Correct, because we don't we're not wired that way. We're not. And just think about the bot. And for women, sex is intimate. And we, we actually consider that to be intimacy, even though sex and intimacy are totally different. Now, even thinking of the anatomy of a woman, her yoni is on the inside. Mm-hmm. A man is penetrating us and it's coming inside, which is really shoots up eventually, like if you're in a line and you're talking chakras or energy centers, to our heart. 
right? If right. you think of that, like that energy is moving up to the heart. And for men, it's on the outside of their body. So and it's, it's an externalized thing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not getting that, that intimacy of the way we're experiencing sex. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, and one of the issues I think I have with male promiscuity is just that then they, like if, if you're promiscuous, you're sleeping with someone, you're sleeping with women. That's not good for women to follow that model. So it's just, I, I just feel like it winds up being a bad dynamic for society at large, to be honest. And I'm a serial monogamist and I believe that monogamy and, you know, one partner and that family unit and preservation of that family unit. So that's where my head is. I agree but with at you the same time, I don't care about like a man have what his body count was before he met me. Before I'm more concerned you. about like the hyper promiscuous culture we're in now where it's excessive, where everyone is just treating everybody like an object all the time. That and also like once you're in a relationship, I think there's something incredibly sacred about monogamy personally. I know. And I... I'm going to disagree with you on that because I I do believe in the family dynamic. We talked about this yesterday a lot on the podcast. I am all for masculine, feminine energy, whatever gender you are, just fit yourself into there, please. (laughs) Please, I can't with all the... We've got about 85 of them these days, by the way. It's just so... It's like, And then people get mad at me. Are are you guys inclusive for for us in the retreat? I said, yes, but I have 15 seconds on a reel. I'm sorry that I cannot sit out and rattle LGBTQ tree, whatever you're identifying that day. Like, you know, we can't do that. But so I'm, I'm... I'm with you. I'm for the family dynamic as well. However, I, I, I believe that monogamy is an outdated concept. Mm. I'm not saying like, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, you know, who's in the waiting room, right? Like he's 26. He's my partner. Um, I have well, a younger we, husband. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, we, we, I dated him for 15 months. We're now just in a, you know, a space right now. We're, we're just doing our thing. Yeah. But um, the point is that women, I believe, have these unrealistic expectations of monogamy simply because of what you said. Look at how society has made promiscuity okay. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to think twice about how you're going to get laid. You don't have to be on a hinge, any dating app, Bumble, anything. You can just log into your Instagram, Mm -hmm. open your DMs. And, and, And the higher value the man, the more he's gonna have that accessibility. Now, if you're not high value, then you're going to have more of a challenge, but it's still out there. It's still accessible Mm -hmm. on every platform. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why the dynamics of um, relationships have changed. We're applying old principles, outdated principles to a world that doesn't operate that way anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not saying that it's good, bad or otherwise, or that I like it, but it, I feel like, and why a lot of women don't like me is that I'm honest because I say, listen, if your husband cheats on you, you should stay with him. If your partner who you guys have uh, some level of commitment, whether it's a child, a business, you, you're building something together. You have shared values, emotional intimacy on some level, and you have something and your partner cheats on you and he's high value in any capacity, you should stay because your chances of going out and finding a guy who's going to be faithful to you are slim to none. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at it from the perspective of most guys behave this way. So if you're looking for that not to be the case, you're going to have a hard time finding You're going to have to go with a beta male or a low value man, a man that's more feminine. If you're a woman who's calls the shots, you make all the money, you pay the mm-hmm. bills, you do that, you're probably going to attract a beta male. That's mm-hmm. just kind of how it goes. So let me, let me just disagree with you on, on one okay. point. Um, first of all, I, I think stuff like monogamy, I think you're right in a sense about 
how some of this stuff feels very outdated yeah. for the modern world. And yes. I agree with you with technology and the way you look at Instagram. And it's just everyone is so accessible to everyone yeah. at all times. So that's just the, the reality yeah. that we're facing. Mm-hmm. However, I think it's it you get into a dangerous place when you start to say this stuff that's really valuable, like trust and monogamy, just doesn't work in the modern world, so we're gonna toss it. In the same way that, for example, a lot of those traditional values, like we look back and say, traditional male and female values have a really strong role in modern, should have a really strong role in modern yes. society, but they don't because modern feminism came in and swept that all away. We could turn, we could say, oh, well, the way of the modern world doesn't allow for traditional values, so let's just toss that. So what I'm saying is, I firmly believe people really need to choose the relationship they want that makes them happy. In other words, if you're, but if monogamy is that, your though, thing, dear. that's true, 100%. But if monogamy is your thing, and that's really important to you, and that may come from a religious perspective as well, it, it you make your vows before God is. and all that, Correct. then that's that's something you've got to prioritize. If it's not, fine. Like, yeah. I'm totally down with if you want to have, you know, a relationship where a guy has, do whatever makes you happy, ultimately. Like, that's not my position. But I do think there are a lot of high-value men, actually, that maybe aren't inclined to be monogamous, like by nature, by mm-hmm. biology, but make that choice because they believe it's the right decision for a family. They believe it's the right decision for a mutual respect situation, and that don't cheat. Um, yeah, I do think I mean, that exists. I mean, I think it particularly exists in a very it's it is religious, but I I have to say personally from my clients that have come out of religious, whether it's fundamental Christianity or Mormons, or Mormons seems seems to be a big one. Mm. They come out of that. And these couples are either into swinging or they're mm. into, um, or the, the wife is very repressed because of how they grew up with the religious dogma that the man sees other women or, I mean, it, I feel like the religious dogma has really fucked us. I, I'm, I, listen, I love the fairy tale of values and, 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 and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have trust and a relationship is built on shared values, emotional maturity, trust, and, and and the, the most important thing, sexual polarity. If that's not there, there's no relationship. Explain to people who don't understand what that means. Yeah. So for instance, um, sexual polarity is that it's like that spark that you have, um, within yourself for your partner. Um, it's different than chemistry. It, chemistry is a part of it. It's like what makes this activation happen. But the polarity is like, for instance, um, green room guy will just say, you know, he's six, eight, he's, you know, 26. He has an eight pack. He's like just this alpha male. You know, he doesn't like, if I say something and he's not with it, he's like, wait, you're trying to tell me what to do. Like, no, I'm calling the shots. And he'll say stuff like that. And never disrespectfully. It's never like, put any like anything violent but he's very strong-willed for me that's like I I like that Mm -hmm. because I'm so feminine even though I am like my own boss and I raised a son alone I have a seven-year-old I like to feel like I can just like give up control and surrender and submit to someone Mm -hmm. and that feeling is intoxicating but women are scared of it Mm -hmm. so that polarity that difference of me being super feminine super emotional super spiritual he is very masculine very alpha very logical not emotional not spiritual it's like Mm -hmm. it's like white on rice we couldn't be more different but when it comes sexually like it's intense so i agree i think like i think in a sense i agree with some of that in a sense that submission, you know, you said women are scared of that. Yes. Why do you think that is? Because when I think about the why of that, I wonder if that came from women, you know, 
modern feminism kind of teaches women that it's a scary thing to lean on a man. Yes. Because it's, it's you know, that guy can pick up and leave you any day and you really have to establish yourself and have your own money. And there's, there's a certain message there that to lean on a man is a dangerous thing for you. Yes. So I'm wondering if it came from that um, or why that is that women are afraid to kind of sink into their man a little bit is the yes. way I always say it. Why yeah. do you think? I mean, I like that. That's a good term, sink into their man. Yeah, women want to have control. It's simple. We're in, um, yes, a lot of it, a lot of it is media and programming and conditioning and the modern feminist movement did not help. Um, I believe that modern feminism is a detriment to our society because like I said on the last show, it's castrated men. It's it's allowed women to now become the masculine role and men to follow their suit and follow their lead. And anytime you have a shift in dynamics like that that goes against polarity and the laws of nature, it's it's not going to be a positive experience. So women have been told by media, like the the rappers, the rap songs, the women who are saying like, you don't need a man, we run the world, you're in strong and indep- independent woman, you know, all these things, all these songs that are literally like pop culture. We grew up with this. It's indoctrinated in us to believe we don't need a man, we um, are independent, we run the world. And that's a sad day for men, especially because men really do want to step up and lead. But we have the Me Too movement that's made men are. I have men that come to me and they're like, I'm afraid to even tell a girl I think she's attractive because I might get a Me Too movement slapped on me. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to like make the first move and reach for her waist, but I'm afraid. It's insane. Like, we alpha men aren't allowed to be alpha anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, we have really fucked ourselves and our, our children are seeing this. Mm-hmm. They are become their men are becoming fem boys are becoming feminized. You know, we're like coddling them. Everything's okay. It's going to be just fine. You know, and these women are told, don't trust a man. You need to take care of yourself. You do not ever listen to a man. And it's like, really? Mm-hmm. You don't, you, we don't. And so we have these, um, I pose this question. Actually, I said, you know, what, um, what order does it go? Actually, it came from waiting room guy. He put it on his feed and I thought, let me make a TikTok about this. And so I made a reel that said, how does it go the level of like balance in a relationship? Does it go like the divine God or whatever higher power? Hopefully most people believe in something, right? Mm-hmm. Then does it go the man and the woman and the kids? Like in what order does this go? And most people said, you take care of your kids first. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, that's absolutely incorrect. And people are like, what? And they're, you're like, your, ki- your, your spouse comes before your child. If you're a husband or a wife, it doesn't matter. Daughter, son, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because you have to think about it from a polarity standpoint and from like a future generations of what, what our children are going to have pass on when we're gone. If you really tell your daughter like if you if your daughter sees you shirking your husband's needs and you're like oh, sorry hubby i can't give you a blowjob i got to go hang out and take sally to dance class and she sees that okay when i grow up cool mom just told dad to go fuck himself not really mm-hmm. but you know what i mean so that's hopefully I mean. she's not hearing the yeah, intimate, yeah. the intricacies of that conversation but i <laughs> right. know what you mean do you see what i'm saying and yeah. the same thing with a daughter mm-hmm. like a, a, a father telling, you know, the the same dynamic. You don't want your child to be shirked by their partner. 
Like you don't want mm-hmm. your, you know, your little girl, your little boy to be ne- their needs neglected by their spouse to take care of their children. Mm-hmm. If you are believe in family dynamic, you have to understand that it's always the man and woman first under the divine and then the children. Yeah. And people have a hard time conceptualizing that because right now women are running the relationships and that's I think why the divorce rate tends to be higher and higher. I think there's a good point there in terms of, you know, I always say that if my husband and I or mommy and daddy in any house are not connected and that's not working, everything falls apart. So I always say prioritize that connection. And I also think it's really, really important. The reason I argue so strongly for a two-parent home, and I personally believe that a mom with traditional you know, female attributes and um, a, a dad that's, uh, you know, not, is proud of his masculinity. Yes. They, they bring different things to the table Correct. and that's really important. Absolutely. But I think that seeing affection between parents, like I always watched, I come from an Italian household, super affectionate. My parents were always hugging and Loving kissing his- and that was so important because I grew up then thinking, wow, you know, I have two parents that really love each other and that then set an example for me and I, that became part of who I was. So yes. I think that is extremely important. Also, I want to remind the audience don't forget, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, put your comments in the comment section. And Natalia, the beautiful Natalia is here today to follow the chat. So please ask your questions for either Janelle or I in the chat. We will get to them. Um, it's Natalia, if you want to just flag me, that's usually yes, what happens so that I know. see them. I want to get a super few chats and I'll answer. Yeah, people. super chats. We're coming to you first. Um, I think this is really important. And we also did talk about Me Too. I talk about that extensively yes. all the time. And we covered it the other day about how guys are actually afraid to approach women in any way now for fear of being labeled creepy, even if they're not creepy. Like they don't even know what to do. They're like, I'd rather just not. Not. And then one in one in uh, one out of every three men in uh, from the age of 20 to, I believe, early 30, they haven't had sex this year. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's that's a part of it. You know, women are attracted to alpha men, but men are not allowed to be alpha right now. Mm-hmm. And the women that are in partnerships with men have become the men. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, you know, you got to look at the dynamic in your own relationships. Like, hey, how am I treating, like, am I calling the shots in the relationship or is hus- husband? You know, am I the man or is he? And women don't want to have that look in the mirror because if they do that, then they have to say like, whoa, I'm leading the relationship. Mm -hmm. Most women are. And the man literally just has to submit to the wife because he is afraid to actually step up and say like, no, this is, I'm the leader in every dynamic, in any functioning entity in society, there's one leader. Mm -hmm. And women just, they cannot, well, why can't we be equal? Because we're not equal. Mm -hmm. We're not. Yeah. If we have, you know, there's so many examples of how we can share how that's not yeah. the case. I think there's a way, for me, I see a bit of a middle ground in the sense that I think you can, maybe that's where we differ, I think yeah. you can have an alpha male who is the leader of the home, who is proud of his masculinity and unapologetic about that, who is physically stronger and everyone knows and acknowledges that, who is a good father figure and uh, fulfills all those roles of what a dad should be as opposed to a mom and someone who's also monogamous and follows that path of saying, listen, I may be programmed to be promiscuous, but I don't want it in my life. I don't want want what that brings to my relationship because promiscuity, the challenge with promiscuity also that I'll say inside of a marriage that I've seen 
is that women begin to feel unsafe in that in well, that yeah. territory and then they guard themselves and then you have women on Instagram who stray because they feel like I don't feel safe here anymore I feel like I'm not protected and also you have a culture that doesn't appreciate promiscuity in that way within the confines of a marriage and we'll right. tell a woman get woman get up and leave I mean I've been blunt with the audience and I've just said you know in my marriage like I personally wouldn't cheating would be something I wouldn't it would tolerate it would just be a non-negotiable but I went in saying that and right. he went in being like that's totally cool it would be a non-negotiable for me great we're on the same page on end the same of story page. and I think you have a unicorn you know because I don't believe that that exists mm. simply because I know what the marriage stats are it's a coin toss yeah. and I know the percentage of people that are cheating and from that religious sector it's actually actually even higher mm. or they have some crazy sick fetish that they have repressed because they've been told I have to be with one woman for my entire life under God. Oh my God. Right. I don't like this. Yeah. And I, I mean, my clients that come to me are married, are religious, are prominent members of society and they are sleeping with multiple women, mm. sugar babies. I live in OC, you know, it's the land of the sugar babies, sugar babies. <laughs> and, you know, these men, they yeah. have the money to do it. And so it's a, it's an exchange, you know, it's yeah. like here, you don't say anything to wifey and here, and it's just known. These women know it's marriage is a contract. Let's be real today. Mm. It, 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 it's, it's a job. These women, a lot of them, you know, look like you, they're beautiful. They're they're, you know, put together perfect and they drive their Range Rovers and they take their kids to Taekwondo and their husband's off making multi-million dollars. I mean, to live in Newport Beach, Newport Coast is one of the most affluent areas in the world. You have to have money. And these wives are like little Stepford wives, cookie cutters. They are, have been contracted out to fill a role, to give children, to give children to this man and to know that he's not going to be faithful. Right. It's like a given. I and mean, if you they see accept it. that and they want it and it works for them, like more power to them. Like, I just honestly. think that that's the normal today. And mm. I think that a lot of us don't want to admit that because we're like holding on to like, I grew up religious, extreme religious in a cult. And I felt like, I understand, like you got, you stayed a virgin till you were married. Sex was bad. You didn't talk to the person that the, like I went through it. Trust me. I didn't do that. But, okay. But I, so I appreciate understand. that. But yeah, no, yeah. I didn't go that so far. <laughs> a lot of people have been in a watered down version of that. Right. Yeah. Like, and so this, like whatever you resist persist, whatever you can't be with, won't let you be. And my whole thing is women leave because they think it's so much better on the other side. And you're right. Women need to feel like they're seen, safe. They need to feel love and presence from their partner. Mm -hmm. Presence, directed, connected, focused energy at them. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. And men, they just need freedom. Mm -hmm. And they need sex. And they need to be respected and know that their wife is going to be loyal. Mm -hmm. Now, women cheat emotionally. Which is honestly sometimes even deeper I think it's intense. deeper a lot of men don't fully grasp that because they're not emotional they're like as long as she doesn't fuck someone we're great mm. you know she can hang with the tennis player you know or the trainer or the pool boy yeah but what are they talking about on the court is Correct. the thing you and know? eventually <laughs> green room says a shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride on eventually <laughs> well the thing you know? is it's like that's like the story you always hear about like the, the male best friend like that hangs around and hangs around and suddenly you're like, oh no, he's fine. The husband's like, oh yeah, I'm not threatened he's by fine. him. I'm and then suddenly no you have money, a big fight. No jo- he, right. whatever, just you have a regular. big fight, something happens. And now all of a sudden she's doing what with that guy? You know, so it, it can happen. I, yeah. I do believe that emotional affairs can be very powerful things. Very powerful. And I think you're right. Like guys don't, 
Guys don't do that. There's they're a not, disconnect. They're not into it. Like, they'll go out, sleep with someone, and be done. Like, they're not thinking about you the next day. They don't care. No. It's done. It's not important. When they say it's not important, it's not important. But women, that emotional affair means you've fallen in love you've in some in capacity. Love. And that's more dangerous, actually, to a man than, like, more men should be worried about women having emotional affairs. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately... You know, a woman's job, she should be, to answer your original question, she should be providing for her man sexually. If she's not doing that, then she should be fired from the position. I firmly believe that because there's so many women that are willing to put out today. Mm -hmm. And if you really, and I am for that family dynamic as well, which is why I say don't leave if he cheats, because that's not the problem. Hmm. That's not the problem. Yeah. Well, I think when you have kids involved, you know, to caveat what I said, you know, cheating is for me a big deal. Obviously, there are people out there who make I think it's different. There's a guy that goes out and makes one mistake, comes yeah. home, is legitimately apologetic. You've got a big family. He's remorseful. Things change. I mean, there's there's many different, there's a lot of gray in this area. Um, I also think like when there are children involved, it's a different dynamic than when yes. there are not children involved. So I guess what I'm, some of these things that are labeled as antiquated are worth to me, are worth preserving and fighting for in a society. In and the I same way, I'm great. not going to succumb to like the metaverse and sex tech and yeah. you don't need a man yeah. and oh, the sperm bag. I'm just not going to succumb to all that. No. I'm also going to, I'm not going to stop saying that I believe that monogamy is a beautiful thing yeah. and it may not work for everyone and that's totally okay, but it's worth fighting for for the people who really who do really wanna, want it. Want and, it. And I think that, yeah, it, it is. I just, I, I, I want women to understand that unfortunately our value diminishes greatly when we age. It, mm-hmm. it does. And oftentimes men just go seeking variety. It doesn't mean that they don't love you. As you said, it's just, it's a handshake. They're putting on shoes. It's getting in their car and turning on the ignition. They're not like, oh, I'm going to leave. 